Do you run a business? Or are you in a 9 to 5 job? Or perhaps you are doing a combination of both of them as well as being a mother. We all know how stressful that can be and how this can lead to burnout. And for that reason, I'd like to present to you this very short session where I'll be talking about ways by which we as mothers can improve our well-being and also avoid burnout. Burnout is something that has affected many of us and it is something that we need to start paying close attention to and fighting tooth and nail to get rid of. I am Dr. Duny, I'm the award-winning mom and mom and coach, I'm a family doctor, international speaker, best-selling author of the book, Every Mom is a Supermom, I'm the host on the Wellbeing for Mothers show, and burnout is something that I have experienced as well, as a mother, grieving the loss of my father, taking care of my two beautiful children who were under the age of five, and going through the challenges that working and being a mother brings. This is what we experience. And rather than stay under the shroud of burnout and the implications on our well-being, it's time for us to speak up and do things that can help us to avoid it for good. Burnout is similar to a dry, caked-out land. You may have gone through that period, or maybe you're going through that right now. And if that's it, please I want you to reach out because you're not meant to be in that state where you feel helpless or hopeless. And it's very important that we recognize that we have got the ability to reverse burnout and to change it together for our good. It is because of the stresses that we experience. Stress is not a bad thing, but when stress is sustained, it becomes very, very harmful to us. That is where burnout comes from. And there are multiple factors that can contribute to burnout. One very important thing for us to note is that when we are experiencing burnout and when we are experiencing all these things that lead to burnout, we need to be mindful of which of these factors is contributing to that. So we have physical factors. These are things that are maybe tangible, things happening directly to us. Maybe you are feeling unwell or maybe you have a chronic condition. These are physical factors. It can build up stress. Perhaps you're not sleeping well enough. That can build up stress leading to burnout. Mental factors. Some are underlying beliefs, perhaps things that people have told you. You have to be this way. You have to be perfect. And I have to say, there's no perfect mom. And even though I always say this, every mom is a super mom. I'm not saying every mom is a perfect mom because the super mom in each and every one of us is not in what we do, but who we are. So even on those days when you're under the duvet, you're crying, you are a supermom. And so the mental factors can be, oh, I have to do this or else I'm a useless mother. Those negative thoughts that keep going on in our minds, those things that are not serving us, that are keeping us small, stuck, disempowered. Emotional factors, they kind of stem from how we feel, sometimes linked to how we think. Emotions like anger or fear, 
depression, sadness, grief, they all contribute a huge deal to the stress that we experience and leading on to burnout. Social factors. Who are the people around you? Family, friends, colleagues, neighbors, enemies, frenemies, whoever they may be. Are they helping you to feel better? Are they increasing the stress level in your life? These are factors that can contribute to the stress and burnout that we can experience. Another thing is media, social media, mainstream media. What are they filling our minds with? How is the impact they're having? What is society doing that is impacting our well-being? There are certain expectations that society has set for us. They are way high and we are just constantly under the pressure of having to turn over and do things leading to burnout. We feel we are not meeting expectations and we burn ourselves out. We feel like that dry, caked land that I showed earlier. Financial factors. Of course, finances are very important, whether you are working, you're in a business. Mothers have been known to be in charge of the finances, maybe looking at the grocery shopping, what needs to be done. Are there things that need to be bought for the children? All these things are things that are put as responsibility of motherhood. And of course, you have to also think about that from, say, your business point of view, if you run a business. And if you are employed, you need to also think about that to see if your wages is helping to upset debt or help to maintain your lifestyle. These are so many factors that can contribute to burnout and being aware of them is so important. But you might have reached that stage where you're like, oh my goodness, I am so burnt out. I don't think I can move ahead. I don't think I can move forward. So there's a tendency to give up. I want to tell you today that there's so many people who have hit that brick wall who have gotten to that stage in their life and they feel, well, I'm at the end now. It's time to give up. I'm dried out. But it only took some techniques to help to bring vitality back to them. So how do you bring vitality back to yourself? You as that dry, caked out soil. It's by engaging and using rain. Now, we all know how what it's like when we hear on the news, there's a drought somewhere or there's a place that's suffering with um, no water. Most of the time, there's that desire for rain because water is so important. That desire for rain will bring vitality. It will help with cleanliness because you need water to wash yourself. You need water to cook. You need water to prepare your meals. You need water to irrigate the plants and let them grow. There's so many things you need that rain for. And so everybody goes, my goodness, I need rain. But what we have done is using that concept of rain to water our selves to nourish ourselves and these are used in very timely fashions so my description of this rain measures are to help you and i to improve our well-being 
with the knowledge that yes, time is a limited resource, but we can optimize it and utilize it for our good. So the first part is RAIN, R in RAIN, stands for regular release. What do you need to release? What are the pent up emotions, stresses that are in your body? Remember, I mentioned that stress builds up. On its own, it's fine until it becomes a sustained state of being and it builds up leading to burnout. You need to start looking at ways to release that stress. Releasing stress is so important and there is a beautiful method that people can use to release stress regularly. You don't have to go on a vacation. You don't have to shift base. You can just in that moment release the stress. And that can be done using your breathing techniques. Very important. There's one called the box breathing technique so that you can breathe in for a count of five. Hold your breath for a count of five. Breathe out for a count of five and then hold your breath for a count of five. Do a few cycles of that. Three to four is ideal. And that helps to release some of the stress that you have built up in your system. It does sound simple, right? And you wonder, why don't we do it? Because many of us don't know about it. But now that we know, these are things that you can do while you're driving. You can do it while you're lying down. You can do it while you're sat at the office chair. You can do it in the middle of your day. You don't need any particular instrument to be able to do it except just you. Another thing you can release are negative emotions. Now, of course, things happen. People hurt us. We hurt people. We feel guilt. Mom guilt is real. These are things that we experience, but we all know that they don't serve us. So let us use a tool. This tool is called forgiveness. Forgiveness for yourself and forgiveness for others. And these are things that help you to release that negative emotions. Other things you can release are social connections. Social connections don't mean breaking up with everybody that does not serve you or that you feel is harmful or maybe not very kind to you. Sometimes you can limit the access they have to you. Social connections also relates to your the media, the social media, the things in the society that are impacting you adversely, how do you release? You release them by deciding to cultivate your space, your space of serenity, your space of tranquility. A is always seek positives. I remember when I was growing up, there was this thing about um, the dark cloud and there's always a silver lining in the dark cloud. The first time I heard about that, I think I was in year three, and we had this book that had lots of proverbs and lots of quotes. And one of them was, there is a silver lining in every dark cloud. And I was like, yeah, right. (laughs) I didn't quite understand that. But growing up and actually having my own dark clouds in my life, having those dark moments, those moments of difficulty and challenge, have made me realize that truly there are dark clouds. Yes, we experience them, we feel the impact of them. They probably break us down a bit or a lot, but there are silver linings there. I was having a 
coaching session where I was discussing gratitude. Now, gratitude is something that we probably might have heard one or two things about. That key called gratitude is such an important one. And it's something that we can utilize as a tool in always seeking positives. There are times when things happen to you or happen around you that maybe you might think, oh, that was lovely. I enjoyed that. And you, if you're religious, you would say, thank you, God, for making this happen to me. It was amazing. I really enjoyed it. Awesome. But there are other times when these things happen. And unfortunately, they are not pleasant things. Okay. While you can be grateful to God, grateful to the people who are kind to you. Many of us struggle with being grateful to the people who are mean to us. We struggle with people who are causing us pain. But how about if we decided, okay, I may not be grateful to them, but I can be grateful for them because that the abuse, the nastiness, the toxicity that they are putting in my own space is building up resilience within me, is helping me to gain experiences for another time. It might not be pleasant in the moment, but there are so many things that I have gone through and we're going through them while they were not pleasant. I'm grateful that I learned from them. I was able to then decide, oh, I'm not going to do that anymore. I will do things differently. Okay, so you can choose to look at the positives. And when you allow yourself always to look at positives, yes, it's raining. I'm going to be late for my meeting. There's so much traffic. I mean, what's the positive there? At least some plants are getting watered. There are some positives in every single situation. They may not seem immediate. They might not seem apparent. But when you look for them, you will find them. I talks about intermittent breaks. So remember, I'm talking about timely rain measures. These timely things are things you can do either frequently, always, intermittently. So now we are on intermittently. And when you're having intermittent breaks, it means every now and again, slot in some breaks. We know that as mothers, there really isn't a particular set out break time. I remember when I was, I had given birth to my um, first child and everybody says, you know what? You're now a mother. You need to sleep when the baby sleeps. Hmm. Now, that's very easy to say, but we all know, especially those who have young mothers, how easy is it to sleep when the baby sleeps? It's quite challenging, quite hard. So in that kind of scenario, most of the time you're like, oh, I'll, I'll quickly do this and I'll quickly do that. But if you are quickly doing this and quickly doing that, you would be quickly doing those things. And then the baby wakes up and then you're like, oh, I'm still tired. I've not managed to get a break. So the intermittent breaks does not wait for another person to set a timer for you. It depends on you to set your timer for you. So throughout your day, get some breaks in. Between your tasks, get some breaks in. One very useful tool, and you know I always share tools. I, I, it's good to tell you what, but how do you do it is what I tend to share as well. Very practical things that you can start taking action on today. So if you are enjoying this content, please make sure you share, make sure you get people to come and listen to this, make sure you watch this again and utilize some of these tools. So this amazing tool is called the Pomodoro. It's just a timer 
You might think, oh, just a timer. Okay. Now, you might have one as fancy and beautiful as this tomato um, here, but you might also have your own kitchen timer. Very simple. You can utilize that. And there's a technique called the Pomodoro technique. Set times for focused work followed by a break. So 25 minutes, you focus, you get your stuff done or do as much as you can. After that is a five-minute break, and you can do that a few times before you have a longer break. These are things that you can utilize to break up your day. Okay. Now, when you use these techniques, whichever one works for you, you might be someone who uses a phone and maybe there's an app there that really helps you. Awesome. Okay. Now I have a productivity and well-being planner, which is phenomenal. And that's what I use. I don't use a to-do list. I use a power list. And when I go through my day, Every single thing in there is scheduled in. Every tasks I need to do or the breaks I need to have is all scheduled in with what I'm going to be doing. If I've got five minutes break, whew, I know what I'm going to do. Maybe I'm just going to have a few star jumps. I'm going to grab a drink of water. Whatever that is to refill my cup is important. It's all about ensuring your productivity, ensuring your well-being, and making sure that as you are combining your Work, your business and motherhood, you're not getting burnt out. Okay. And then the N, this is a very strong one. And I know some people might not really like the use of the first word, but it's important for us to say things like this because it's critical, especially when we are getting to that stage of burnout or we are already there. Never allow toxicity. And I'm going to say that again. Never allow toxicity. There is no excuse for anybody to be toxic towards you. There is no excuse whatsoever. And for that reason, you need to recognize that, hey, I'm going through this challenge. I'm going through all this. Oh, I need to ensure that I am not allowing toxicity. Now, you might wonder, how does toxicity come into my life? Toxicity can come in via the things you put into yourself, okay? These can come in form of thoughts, the thoughts that you are allowing in by listening to certain people, listening to certain things, paying attention to all these negative chatter around you. The toxicity can come with what you put in your mouth. So this is also important, what you feed yourself with. What are the things you're putting into your mouth that is causing you to feel this way? Okay. So when you think about it, you say, oh, my goodness, my word. I think it's a good idea for me to pay attention. So I will put in the things that are not toxic to me. Some toxic things can be alcohol. So taking drugs. Refined sugars. I mean, I could go to town on the things that are toxic and we put it into our system. When you put toxic things into your system, unfortunately, it triggers the inflammatory response. When the inflammatory response is triggered, guess what happens? You start to feel stress. Stress response is triggered, okay? And then it's sustained because those things are constantly being put into you. And what happens when stress levels are sustained? You can burn out. Can you see? So never allow that toxicity by putting things into you. 
things that are around you. Toxicity can come in quite a few ways. Putting things around you, like the people you keep around you, the things you surround yourself with, can impact your well-being. Never allow toxicity. Remember what we said about cultivating your sacred space. People talk about boundary setting. That helps a great deal. How can you avoid burnout using these techniques? Rain, regular release, always seek positives, intermittent breaks, never allow toxicity are the way to go. I hope this has been useful to you. I look forward to connecting with you. I'm going to put this up so that you can probably scan the QR code, follow, connect, share, invite other people. Let them come. Let them come. Let them come and learn. Let them come and share. And most importantly, I'm going to leave a very good gift for you. So this is an opportunity for you to get a checkup done. So this is a free burnout prevention checkup. Scan the QR code. And have a personalized, detailed plan of ways by which you can improve your well-being on a consistent basis. It has been an absolute pleasure being able to share this with you. I ask that you take this, implement it into your life. Share it with other people as well. You never know who needs to know more about this. Until next time, I am Dr. Dini, the Mom Empowerment Coach and your host of the Wellbeing for Mothers show. And I look forward to connecting with you. I will put all the other details within the description. And until next time, please do stay well. Mm-hmm.